Everything is good. Woohoo. Adam, I want to tell you about my new hoodie, though, since you mentioned Rick and Morty. <laughs> it's a pullover black hoodie. It says backwoods on it, but in, like, the Thrasher font, kind of. And then it's a picture of Rick and Morty smoking weed. <laughs> I paid no money for it. I found it at work. <laughs> David had to explain what backwoods was to me. I don't know what that means. Some sort of uh, blunt rap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you mention it was the Thrasher font? I don't know if it's supposed to be the Thrasher font, because it does look like the normal backwoods font, but it's on fire. Oh, uh, 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 I feel like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> and then it's Rick and it's Morty taking a bong rip. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. And I feel like it's like a situation where uh, one man's tragic loss is another man's ironic treasure. Did you wash uh, it? Not, not yet. I haven't oh. worn it yet. <laughs> Should have been step one. Well, it's sitting in the hamper. It'll get washed soon. There is some weird mystery stain across the front. What? Oh, I didn't notice that. What is it? Well, I'm scared. This is the worst news I could have heard. <laughs> what uh, is? Oh, uh, but I've been dying for a pullover hoodie. So, <laughs> I can't wait to see you in it. I don't know when you're gonna see. It. I don't know when I'm gonna wear it. Honestly, like, I don't want people thinking that's what I'm actually about. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. So yeah, Dylan's out this week. We've got. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm right here. <laughs> Dylan, the gas giant, is orbiting the solar system. Yeah, is that no? It's Robert, Robert Barone. Oh no, Frank Stallone is that? Are are you you not talking about everyone loves Raymond? Are you? No, I'm talking about Sylvester Stallone's brother. Oh, who's a terrible actor. Yeah, and it's just like literally just Sylvester Stallone, but shittier somehow. Oh, I love. You ever think if Frank, Bar- if uh, the Barone family has anything to do with Barone sanitation from The Sopranos? Yeah, I always assume they're the same universe, but that—that's like the side of the. They're like they cashed out. Uh, Peter Weller cashed out a long time ago and has been sitting cozy in the suburbs with his uh, living across the street from his son. I just think most Italian families are just part of the same big extended Italian family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it all just goes back to Romulus and Remus at the end. Mm-hmm. Romulus, the yeah. town in Michigan. They all get together for one big uh, family Italian dinner. Yeah. Every <laughs> the year. The Cuomo's are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just ends in a big fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> de Blasio is there. Yeah. Everyone gathers around. Everyone's there. De Niro's there. For the Godfather Marathon on Thanksgiving every mm-hmm. year. Right now I'm just trying to think of people who are like actually just part Italian. Who else is part Italian? Just part, just fairly Italian. Quentin Tarantino. I don't know. You dug this hole. <laughs> I don't know. Doug mate. Funny. Uh, <laughs> he's there. What? They changed his name at Ellis Island from uh, uh yeah, from uh Fettuccini. Funani. <laughs> Doug Fettuccini. Like we can't have that. Doug Funani. Uh, so we have a topic. It's the song Wristband by Paul Simon. To be honest, I have no thoughts. Like, uh, well, let's talk about the music bit. Are you talking about, were you talking about take note of the song that he's, the story he's painting in the song? Or well, I wanted to about talk about the lyrics mostly. I mean, I got the lyrics from Paul Simon's official website pulled up right here. So let's just go through this. Let's see what, if anything stands out to us. I, think I have more thoughts about the video. <clears throat> we'll get yeah, to the that. video is another, it's a whole other thing to tackle. So, uh, the song starts... I stepped outside the backstage door. So we know he's talking about himself here. He originally had a line. I stepped outside the stage door. Stepped immediately into all crap. 
to breathe Smelt it. to breathe some nicotine, which he just thought. What's a cooler way to say smoke a cigarette? Yeah, I feel like that's one of the key examples of just like do a second draft. Mm-hmm. I also, also just said I smoked some Marlboros. <laughs> and I also feel like uh, Paul Simon hasn't smoked cigarettes in like thirty to forty years, so he's just like, yeah, I, I used. To, that's not how he talks probably at all. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a cool guy. Yeah, I do think he wrote that about 30 years ago, and <laughs> someone told him, nah, maybe not, Paul. And he was like, I'll show them. They're banning it. They're banning it. They, they want to get rid of public smoking, so maybe. And, and this song's from five years. So this is like a recent song. You know, maybe up to The kids don't really smoke cigarettes anymore. Be like. Hit a breeze Stepped bar. outside the backstage door to smoke some fucking weed. Maybe. Smoke some CBD. Some oh, CBD. I'm away from the mic. And maybe check my mailbox. See if I can read the screen. There's another stupid line. Like, just say your inbox, dumbass. Just say I checked my phone. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's going for like an old codger thing where it's like he just calls it his mailbox. And he's like, I don't even know if I can read my phone. It's like, why well, have a phone? Also, no one thinks that's cool. Why put that in a song? <laughs> why put anything in a song if it's not fucking awesome? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. My problem with Weezer. Oh, don't start on that ship. No, I don't care about Weezer. Oh, You're no. safe here. Me neither, but I <laughs> the comments, David. Think of the comments. <laughs> You're right. And he, so here's We're an anti-Weezer podcast, by the way. That's true. So everyone knows. Not that Dylan's not in the room. Yeah, that's, that's right. He's, yeah, I heard that. He's off. He joined Weezer, actually, yeah. as we know, for the Hello Mega Tour. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, here's where the song takes a takes a wicked turn. Then I heard a click. In the video, he snaps his fingers to to demonstrate that he heard a click. The stage door lock. Hold on. This is the Paul Simon official website. That's a typo. (laughs) (laughs) The stage door lock. I knew just what that meant. I'm going to have to walk around the block. If I want to get in a dot, dot, dot. What? Want to get in a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was backstage, ready to to hammer away on some like fifty year old woman who snuck mm-hmm. backstage with, li- with like, like leather skin. I need a cigarette before I have sex. Mm-hmm. Have sex with this leathery lady oh. wearing um a, a leopard print holter top that does not hasn't fit well in forty years uh, and, mm-hmm. and like bleach blonde hair that looks like. It's just not doesn't feel right. It's too coarse, mm-hmm. too curly. You know when you're in a it's a hot summer day and you're in a car with leather seats and your thighs stick to the seats and it goes like <laughs> that's the sound. Of that's the sound of them. Yeah, that's the sound of uh, that's the sound of Paul Simon clapping them. Yeah, it's just, it's just two baseball gloves rubbing against each other. Yeah. <laughs> so this this dumbass old man gets locked out of the venue. <laughs> Here's the chorus. Here's the chorus. (laughs) Wristband, my man. You got to have a wristband. If you don't have a wristband, my man, you don't get through the door. So he gets stopped by the lamest, cringiest bouncer of all time. Well, this is like a sort of anachronistic. Hey, hey, my man, uh, hold on, my dude. Uh, You you don't have a wristband. Well, this is uh, an example of some clever songwriting. He, He teases what's about to happen in the chorus before it actually happens. So next, I can't explain it. I don't know why my heart beats like a fist. 
Okay. That's weird. Uh, what does that thing. fucking mean? <laughs> <laughs> now he has to explain who he is, I guess. When I meet some dude with an attitude saying, hey, you can't do that or this. And the man was large, a well-dressed six foot eight. Oh. And he's acting like St. Peter standing guard at the pearly. At and he goes pearly? back into the chorus, wristband my man. At the man. pearly, I forgot the other word. The pearly's the name of the venue. <laughs> and I said, wristband? I don't need he's a wristband. Like somebody is. <laughs> my axe is on the bandstand. My band is on the floor. So there we go. That, that ends his confrontation with that. Now, there is a third verse to the song, which takes a bit of a turn. The riots start slowly, with the homeless and the lowly. What? Then they spread into the heartland. Towns that never get a wristband. Kids that can't afford the cool brand, whose anger is a shorthand. For, you'll never get a wristband. And if you don't have a wristband, then you can't get through the door. No, you can't get through the door. So, <clears throat> this song is two verses of something no one really relates to unless you're a musician who sometimes locks himself out of the venue and can't get back <laughs> in because the, the 21-year-old bouncer doesn't know who the fuck you are because he wasn't born in the, the Stone Ages. And it's just two verses of that, and then it's, oh, and there's some unrest, I guess, in the country. Yeah. And well, and then there's, there's some platitudes. I'm here's throw how my you. plate connects to the, ho- quote, the homeless and the lowly. Yeah. You know, I... All I'm saying is Paul Simon could solve all the problems in the world if they just let him in the goddamn venue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, what is the connection at all? So the third verse, he's, he's like, well, I, I guess I really tapped that tap that story out. Well, let's, uh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like. Where am I? Poor <laughs> <laughs> confused old man. It's like, like he had dementia at the end of the song. Yeah, he's like. This is just like he's, he can't get in. He's like, this is an outrage, just like a young black man getting shot. And it's like, Paul, Paul, <laughs> no. Yeah, that song stinks. The uh, lyrics leaves out the little bridge of the song where he's going like, he's like scatting, and he just throws in wristband every you know ten seconds. Talk about an unexciting story too. Like, yeah, you're you're like a. Big, I mean, I well-known guess, rock... Well, I, I guess the bouncer doesn't know who the fuck you are, but a pretty well-known guy, and at this point in your life, you're at the part where you're just saying, like, yeah, you know, sometimes I get locked out of the venue, and then I don't know how to get back in. There is, <laughs> Meanwhile, Paul McCarty's out here saying, I want to fuck you at 75 years old. <laughs> yeah. There is... Um, there is a... I, I'm going to say it was, like, a New York Post article or something like that, and it mm-hmm. was... Uh, Paul Simon is... A lyrical genius and the voice of a generation, but he'll never be as good as Bob Dylan. Like that was the actual <laughs> title of the article, and at the time, that I, I was like, "That's a really backhanded compliment." But you know what? I agree now. After hearing that song, he will never be as good as Bob Dylan. <laughs> but isn't Bob Dylan more the voice of that generation? Yeah, I I don't remember what the exact article title was, but it was like. I mean, the I most like backhanded compliment possible. I like the hits from Paul Simon. I don't want to like shit on him too much, but like, I know more about what Bob Dylan like the message of his music than I do what Paul Simon's. Yeah, Bob Dylan uh, didn't start, um, you know, uh, blowing in the wind by being like, "I stood my toe outside. <laughs> it hurt really bad. I was gonna uh, in- ingest some tobacco." Yeah. 
<laughs> I was going to use tobacco. And then the bouncer was like, I don't know who you are, man. Get I, was, back there. I was getting frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting red in the face. I started sweating and I started, I had a fit. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Oh, God. So it's cool when uh, classic rock artists continue to make music. And in the video, the video is like one of those live in studio performances where it's uh, like he's, you see him hobbling in with like a water bottle or something. And he sets up shop at the at the mic. The whole band's getting like tuning, getting in order. And uh, the way the the video is cut together, it's like it jumps around between. It's like introducing new members of this cast every two seconds, who we weren't sure were even there to begin with. Is that the worst genre of music video? The production of the music video. Uh, music video. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty terrible. Pretty bare. I'd rather watch like the replacements videos from like uh, Please to Meet Me era, where it's just quick shots of their faces. Yeah, <laughs> it, it feels like it is every band once they reach like once every band from like the seventies, it became the year two thousand. They were like, well, we can't do anything cool, or else they'll think we're embarrassing. So we'll just show them us making a thing yeah. like, i feel like every bruce springsteen album after 2000 where it's him it's, in the it's barn him yeah and clarence shows up you're like hey it's clarence it's him showing up too it's like they videotapes him walking yes in. <laughs> it's like that's uh, yeah. <laughs> did you know these guys are just down to earth like you and i they show up for a day of work and then well yeah i'm cl- all right, for this part of the video was Clarence showed up and we were all excited yeah <laughs> hey, isn't the point of a music video to make the band look cool Generally, like, well, on I a think base level, I feel like that's what music videos are, are intended to do. Well, I think, like, uh, stuff like that, it's for, like, their fans who've been fans since, like, they were in college in, like, 19, 1863. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, hey, that's how me and my friends are. We hang out, except, no. except of course, without the instruments. <laughs> <laughs> the people want to see Paul Simon... Hobbling around, shaking a maraca. They want to see his also like sixty year old bandmate like licking up on his mouthpiece. What of the his fuck saxophone. is this? He's, he we- he's wearing like a, a universe print like shirt that fits him horribly. It makes his body mm. look awful. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He looks ill. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't look ill. He looks pretty ill. Ill. He looks in the trill. literal way. Yeah, that's a trill motherfucker. And you know what? Okay, yeah. So Paul Simon has that lame ass story about being locked out of the venue. What about Paul McCartney showing up to a a party hosted by Tyga with Beck with Beck and being told that he can't come in because they don't know who he is? Well, you know what happened? Now, there's a song. You know what happened is um he was hanging out with Beck and he's like, "All right, I feel pretty cool. Beck's a cool hip new artist." And then it's like, let's go, let's go hang out with another hip artist. Who's a hip artist, Beck? Uh, Tiger's got a, a party going on. They called him Tiger too. <laughs> uh, my friend Tiger Ti- Woods. Let's go. <laughs> uh, my friend Tiger, who doesn't believe in the Lord Zeno. <laughs> yeah, Beck probably showed up with his entourage of Scientologists. Yeah, it was it just was gonna make no, things weird for him. It everybody. was a big like. Uh, no, what happened with there was uh, they were like. Uh, well, ta- well, Beck, we didn't get in the tiger party. Well, I'm quite tired. I think I'm going to go to bed. Okay. And then he, like, waited at the corner. He's like, I'll just stand here until the cab comes. I can give you a ride. No, it's okay, Paul. 
you can go. And then he left, and then they let back in. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, now that guy's gone. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that fucking dinosaur is out of here. <laughs> uh, now that Beck finished his community service, Tiger is like in there literally listening to Loser, like, Beck, I've been waiting for you to show up. <laughs> Beck, I got to talk to you. <laughs> Soy una petador as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. Moving on, that's a wrap on wristband. I got a topic Fuck for that rotten ass song and his stupid felt hat, his felt fedora. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I have a topic. I'd like to pitch a program that I'd like to run to you guys. Okay. So last time you were on Adam, we were talking about what was it, the Trill Fight Club? Yeah, Trill mm-hmm. Bros Fight Club. Yes. I got my own Fight Club, Cage to Death Fight Club. Okay. I got a three fight bill plan, and I haven't obviously talked to any of the people involved, but. What do you think of this bill? Opening things up, Megan McCain versus Lena Dunham, cage to death fight. <laughs> well, let's place bets. Who's winning this one? What does Megan McCain look like? Kind of like a John McCain <laughs> in a wig. <laughs> she a big lady? Yeah, kind of like Divine. No, she. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, she's not like. She's. Like the most normal looking, like think of a Republican woman, and that's kind of what Me- Megan McCain looks like. Okay, but like uh, she probably gave, she kind of looks like she her makeup artist is the also the visual consultant for the album cover by uh, what's that third Bjork solo album called? You know the one? Post homogenic. Homogenic, yeah. Like that was the the, the makeup consultant for her before she got out okay. onto the view. Yeah. Except not as cool. Well, Lena Dunham, I don't think she probably has any real muscle mass. No, I I think Megan McCain, unfortunately, is winning this one. I yeah. think Megan McCain has the advantage, yeah. yeah. Okay, round two, the cruiserweight division. We got Ben Shapiro getting in there with Martin Shkreli. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Martin Shkreli's been, been to prison. Yeah, Martin uh, yeah. Shkreli also... Technically. Has listened to Wu Tang, so presumably has listened to anything. Does make him like one percent cooler than yeah. Ben Shapiro. And Ben Shapiro's probably coming out to like uh um, wristband by Paul Simon. Wagner. I went out to go <laughs> inhale some nicotine. <laughs> yeah. And when I came back around, I had to argue with the doorman. Mm-hmm. I said, This is a fact. I need to be let in. <laughs> and the doorman said, Listen, sir. You, you might feel that way. You don't understand. The rest of my band, Prager U, <laughs> is up there on stage. They are debating with facts and logic about how facts do not care about your feelings. And in fact, your wife should have sex with you, even if she is not in the mood. So what we've found out is Ben Shapiro just gets counted out because he got locked outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He really <laughs> wins on a technicality. Yeah. <laughs> it was over before it even began. The main event. This one's for all the marbles. Steven Crowder versus Sam Hyde. Hmm. Oh, Sam Hyde, definitely. That's what I'm thinking. He yeah. pumps iron. And, uh, I mean, Steven Crowder, I mean, is, his heart's going to get He's out. a constantly <laughs> hospitalized man. I don't really see that panning out for him. Yeah, Sam Hyde is the most feral-looking human being I've ever seen. Not to say I like him. He's kind I'm of, just saying. He's a little aggressive-looking, yeah. I, I, the only thing I ever think of with Steven Crowder is I just think of him. Like, could he come out with a bear because he voiced the brain in Arthur? Wait, what? That was Steven Crowder, right? He was He's on Arthur, that's right. Yeah, he mm. voiced he voiced Brain on Arthur. Which one's Brain? He was the, the fucked smart up one. looking one? It, no, no. The one he, with like the underbite? No, he was the brown bear. 
He he was wait. Uh, they're bears. Yeah. Well, I, he played a bear. He's the, the real smart bear. There's all sorts of animals. I kind of forget that, that that they're all supposed to be animals. Yeah. Well. Because yeah. like, it would have been better if Arthur kept his fucked up Ardvark face. Mm-hmm. Like that was before body oh, positivity. So you're right, dude. The first issues of Arthur are fucking awesome. Yeah. He's got a big nose, and it's like wow. You seen? You know what I'm talking. We're talking about, talking about right, Dan? Uh, Arthur. I don't know. Let me get that going. OG real Arthur. Quick. Well, let's talk about more. Yeah. Okay. So pretty. Clear. So are you saying like what happens with the winners of these three matches? Do they? They get, live. Like, it's a cage <laughs> death match, dude. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I missed that part. Well, they don't. I was thinking. There's Sam no like you know, battle royale. Sam Hyde and Steven Crowder are both gun guys too, so they can bring those in, and it's like a shootout mm-hmm. <laughs> inside of a. Is that allowed? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. But as Sam Hyde's leaving the arena, he gets arrested for having child pornography. Yeah. That's the Is big he a finale. I don't know. Probably. He's, He's been visited by the FBI before, from my understanding. I believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. That I, is absolutely... Yeah. Dan is spitting straight facts. Allegedly true facts. Dan was the FBI agent. Yeah. Allegedly. What? That's Arthur? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite, you know, you know quite Arthur's original last name was Dick Nose. <laughs> this is like a te- this is night and day. Yeah, <laughs> I like original Arthur way more. Yeah. yeah, no glasses like a Chad. He has perfect vision. Yeah, <laughs> the revamp for Arthur looks like vest. a bitch. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> D.W. Uh, original- Except for that is the Arthur that punched D.W. right in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> the, actually, the main event of the Cage to Death match is D.W. versus Arthur. <laughs> I've been having some fucked up dreams lately. <laughs> Dude, I had a dream last night that, uh, it was a nightmare, in fact, that t- I woke up and today was Thanksgiving, and I still had to go about my normal day. I'm like, oh, God, is Adam going to be available to sub now? I mean, he's got probably Thanksgiving dinner to go to, but I don't want to keep him too late. And I was like, I'm going to the record store. I hope, oh, God, that might be closed today because it's Thanksgiving. And it just threw a whole wrench in my plans. And then, um, I woke up and... I, w- I realized when I was, like, peeing, I was still half asleep. I'm like, oh, God, it's not Thanksgiving. Thank goodness. I had a dream uh, the other day, and I just threw up in it. Like, I just was in a puddle <laughs> of water, and uh, that was where I decided to throw up. Okay. And I woke up, and you know when, like, you're in a dream, and you're, like, peeing, and you wake up, and you're like, whoa, I really got to pee really bad. Oh, yeah. I was really scared I actually threw up in just <laughs> the middle of the night. And I was just going to wake up covered in my own oh barf my and be like, well. You'd choke in your own vomit, yeah. too. Oh. Or, I don't know. Are you a side sleeper? I am a side sleeper. Okay. So it, You're in luck, then. I would have been fine, but it just would have been a mess. Yeah. I'd rather be dead at that point. I had a weird dream this morning. Uh, this, is while I was, this is while I was supposed to be at work. I was having this dream um, <laughs> that I had a baby. Mm-hmm. Not me and my girlfriend had a baby, but I found a baby, like, at <laughs> At a restaurant, like this baby's been abandoned. It needs a parent. It's like, oh, all right, I think I'm. I'll be the dad. So I had a baby, <laughs> and then later, unrelated to the baby entirely. No, yeah, it was um, the Sopranos killed a man for being depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I had to do. I was in the the house for some reason, and they did that, and I was like, God, 
that's it's just like Tony being a hypocrite when he's depressed. Mm. He's gonna kill a man for being too depressed and bringing down the poker game. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, if they kill him for being depressed. What if they kill me? I'll never see my baby again. <laughs> I, I like to think I like to think that in reality you were just showing the baby episodes of Sopranos that never came out. And you're like, God, I can't believe Tony did that as you're talking to a baby and the baby. Like, uh. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. What? Wait. Paulie's fo- they're following him to his therapist. Wait, what are they doing? Why do they have guns? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It they wasn't killed Paul Tony. either. It was, like, a guy who's, like, you know, it was Janice being, like, having a friend at work that's, like, you know, you've been real depressed lately. I think you should hang out with my brother and his friends. They're real fun guys. <laughs> 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 He's trying to relate to them. It's, like, about his divorce, and they just, you're a real sad piece of shit. <laughs> So yeah, that was my dream. And then they steal all his all the Xanax and uh give him Christopher does that. Mm-hmm. Hey little bro AJ. Kawabunga, dude. I stole all this guy's Zans. <laughs> oh, that's right. They're they're siblings. <laughs> that's right. Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are kind of Italian. Mm-hmm. Well let's oh, recast so. let's recast them all as different people. So I'm thinking Leonardo is Keanu Reeves. Whoa. And uh mm-hmm. AJ no. Christopher Moltisanti is Raphael. Okay. Actually, Keanu should probably just be Mikey. Leonardo, now that's Will Smith. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My favorite Italian. <laughs> and uh, Donatello is Michael Rappaport. <laughs> okay. Who I fucking hate now, I realize. I can't stand Michael Rappaport. That's fine. What do you guys think? I have no strong opinions on this matter. He's annoying as fuck. I don't really either. I like his name. It is a cool name, but for a real sorry son of a bitch. <laughs> he has a t-shirt that's the Supreme logo, but it says suck a shit. That's like, <laughs> I don't understand what's wrong with that. Yeah, it's David, you need a different example. Yeah. Uh, he called Eminem the greatest rapper of all time. Is he wrong? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. There's something about a middle-aged white man calling Eminem the greatest rapper of all time that's very triggering. To yeah, me. because... <laughs> He well, only knows three rappers. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Melly, it's uh, the Sugar Hill Gang, all of them, <laughs> uh, Run DMC and Eminem. Yeah. If you're lucky, the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah, he's only heard their rock music. Yeah. Bullworth. No, too. wait, we're wrong. Beastie Boys, House of Pain, Eminem. <laughs> the only <laughs> he likes. And yeah, he thought Bullworth is a very funny movie. He's like, mm. hey, that's just like us young white guys. Mm-hmm. That's how we act. <laughs> Have you seen Bullworth, Adam? I'll be honest, for a second I thought you were talking about Bullwinkle the moose. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish. We could talk about Bullwinkle. You haven't seen Bullworth, then? I love no, cartoons. I oh, it's a very good movie. Warren Beatty, the man. What's it about? Well, Warren Beatty plays a well. You're, it's more recent. I watched it a couple of years ago, so maybe Dan's is more fresh on your. Oh yeah, it's Warren Beatty's like a suicidal uh, U.S. senator for California, mm. and he has fallen into the pocket of like big insurance companies. He's Governor Jerry he, Brown. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's just super depressed about like the path his uh, political career has taken, so he's taking out a huge insurance, um, life insurance sum. Uh, and then he pays to have himself assassinated so that his daughter can just inherit the money. Uh, but then he, like, starts going to, um, like, rallies and stuff and, like, just kind of telling it like it is. To get hamburgers? <laughs> rallies, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I wish. 
Dang. Rayleigh's is pretty good, huh? Their fries taste like donuts, and honestly, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> like, their fries are real donutty. Uh, what are you talking about? Rallies, Rallies or checkers. Rallies is good. Eh. Yeah, I do like the Rallies fries. I don't like their burgers. I was trying to remember which one it is I don't like. I don't know if I've ever, like, willingly gone to a Rallies. No. I've had it, but I don't remember being like, I could go for some Rallies. <laughs> I usually get dragged there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the last times I remember being dragged there, we went and ordered inside the rallies. You can do that? You can, and it's awful. I don't recommend it. Yeah, it's like I did tiny... that too. Like, can you imagine if they got like an in-store rush? Oh, it's a fire hazard. Yeah, it's just it's like... cramped. You feel like you you should leave the it's building. It's like a tiny lobby with like, yeah, two uh, ordering windows. One for ordering, one for picking up. And there's absolutely no decoration. It's just like dirty tile floor. Everything is white. It's kind of like being in a hospital. Yeah. Anyway, so Bull... I, I'm trying to think... Oh, go ahead. Bullworth is um, spitting truth. Being like, the Democratic Party doesn't care about black people. Yada, yada, yada. Um, he starts being... Doesn't he say something like really honest about like the healthcare system in America, too, in that scene? Uh, I think... It's like, if we really want to fix this, probably going to have to be single-payer. Yeah, so I don't know, something like that. Anyway, he starts... He gets, like, people get pissed at him, and he's like, wow, that felt really good to just, like, tell the truth. And then um, he gets, like, a posse that starts following him, one of which is Holly Berry. And uh, he's just going from, like, function to function, being an idiot, making his uh, handlers' lives really hard. Goes to, like, a late, like a club, and he's, like, at the club for, like, ten hours. And the, his, his people are like, sir, you have to get to this day. He's like, no, nah, it's all right. He's hanging out, and then he, like, takes on he, – he, oh, he also hasn't slept for, like, a week. And so he just kind of, like, loses his mind and starts rapping But this is people. after I think he does a line of cocaine and then hits a blunt. Yeah. Also <laughs> at the club. So his brain just totally breaks, and he starts um, rapping. And then he there's an outfit change at some point. He's, he's, dre- he's dressed like Eminem before Eminem existed. Wow. And, uh, yeah, he almost, like, abandons his life to just, like, be with Holly Berry. But there's a twist, and he... Uh, well, I don't want to spoil anything. It's a weird movie. It's it's also it was written and directed and starring Warren Beatty. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, hey, this is a, a Warren Beatty positive podcast, Adam. I you don't like Warren Beatty? No, it's I I don't not like him. It's just that sounds I I that sounds like the kind of thing he would make. It does. Yeah. Well, I remember watching. I was like, "Yeah, this is a great. This is like Warren Beatty. Like, this is a perfect excuse for yeah. me to sleep with Holly." Berry. I was gonna say, like, that <laughs> pretty much. I, I was like. Hmm. I mean, I think he was married at that point, though. Yeah, the hell married. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he wrote himself to be. Warren Beatty's the coolest man of all time. Yeah. Yeah, Warren Beatty is sick, though. His hair is uh, kind of like his whole personality sometimes. Like in uh, Shampoo you know I mean? and yeah. Parallax View? Yeah. Where he's got kind of like the 70s... Like helmet hair, kind yeah. of, but back when it was cool. And I love his friendship with Jack Nicholson. Those are two guys I want to hang out with. That's a twosome I want to be a, uh, created into a threesome of mm-hmm. me hanging out with them, too. I think, actually, we should get a, a promotional photo going that's one of those cool pictures of Jack Nicholson and Warren Beatty. Well, we already talked about this, and it's us photoshopped, like, standing behind them, smiling with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm I could see that. Yeah. I think I have a follow-up because I didn't get to talk about it last time I was here. All right. But the topic of placentas was brought up. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'll that talk, came up. I'll talk about placentas. Wait. All right. Wait, wait, you, Adam has the floor. Shut up, David. <laughs> <laughs> now, David, you can speak. When, when did we talk about placentas? We didn't. Oh. That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I work at a place. It's called a hospital. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I work at a place that has placentas, but that's much more sinister <laughs> sounding. <laughs> and I have to get placentas to process them. Uh, which means I've held a lot of placentas in my life, mm-hmm. more than the average person. Wait, what does one look like? So, um, imagine like imagine like a jellyfish with a lot of veins and blood. Okay, mm. it's a lot like that. I'm um, I'm I'm really grooving on this image in my head. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> don't know uh, to the five people listening to this. Don't be eating anything. All right, <laughs> um, it's gross. It's horrible. It's veiny. It's like pink and red. The top side where, like, the baby is attached and the umbilical cord is is just hideous. And then you flip it over, and it's like a blood sponge. And it's, like, all these lobes and stuff. And it just feels like a spongy, veiny mess. I don't recommend it. Of all the organs, like, (laughs) top ten most attractive organs, Lucena ain't on that list. It's hideous. Okay. I I can't understand how people can bring themselves to eat a placenta. Ooh. Forgot people right. do that. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I wonder what it tastes like. Have you? Have you? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are you wondering well, that? Well, I don't know. Have you tried one, Adam? No, I have not tried one. Okay. He um, just said he can't imagine what. <laughs> how oh, that's true. Okay. The I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Dan, I have a question for you though. Mm-hmm. As the resident, I'm assuming you're still vegetarian here. Yeah. Um. Morally speaking, placenta, not really breaking any rules. Yeah, you can try one whenever no, you want, buddy. That's true. It's just a waste. It would just go to waste anyway. Right. And it's from a human. I I guess vegetarian does extend to uh, not being allowed to eat human as well, though. And that's kind of the thing with, like, vegetarian. I mean, you can make that argument about most meats. Like, well, they're killing the animal anyway, so... That's you know. true, which I but like, which I always found to be kind of a flabby argument. It's a cop. It's a cop out. Definitely cop out for sure. But like, placenta, mm. it's just gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> Byproduct of birth. Yeah. I have a friend. Uh, so wait. Okay. So when a baby is born, who who's standing there being like, oh, I'll just take this placenta away? Uh. So. My understanding, uh, hi, welcome to the White Men Talk About Birth podcast. <laughs> uh, my understanding is that the uh, clamp, uh, the baby comes out and it's still attached, so like mm-hmm. the cord is still going up into the mother, and the placenta is still kind of attached. They put a clamp on the umbilical cord and cut it off, so like the baby just has this little nubbin of a cord. Yeah. And eventually the placenta just kind of sloughs off and is just like slurp. Like, that's kind of the sound it makes. And the, the placenta is outside or inside at this point? Uh, it's still inside. Oh, okay. Like, it, it stays attached for a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. Usually it stays attached for a couple of minutes after the, the mom is, the baby has been born. Okay. So, like, we, we have to record when the placenta comes out. It's always, like, five minutes later. Oh, okay. Um, and someone uh, zips in and is like, I'll just get this out of yeah, here. Yeah, let me just, so, just take this. <laughs> are there any attachments to the placenta that allow the baby to smoke weed while in utero? Kind of like the show idea I have called Fried Pickles. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, a baby well, named yeah. Tommy Pickles who smokes marijuana. 
Uh, that's called the umbilical mm. cord, and uh, that's why babies can sometimes get born. Hi, <laughs> hell yeah, that's sweet. Maybe that'll be the pilot of uh, Fried oh, Pickles. Jesus. It's, <laughs> bir- it's like uh, it's Tommy Pickles' mom giving birth to him. What better place to start? Yeah. yeah. Although I, I kind of like the idea of Tommy Pickles' dad being a single dad situation. So we gotta get that. We gotta write. We gotta write. We gotta <laughs> right. get that bitch, gotta get that bitch <laughs> the fuck out of here. Yeah. How are we gonna do that, guys? Writers' room. Wait. His mom's name is Dee Dee. Yeah, Dee Dee. Okay. Dee Dee and Stu Pickles. Yeah. Stu Pickles. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, you know how Tommy was made? He stewed that pickle. You know what I'm saying? Actually. Okay. Here's the two routes we can go. Either Stu um, is a deadbeat dad, or kind of like a. Well, that wouldn't make sense. Maybe he gets cooked. No. Oh, oh my gosh. It's got to be a scene in Fried Pickles where. It's Cuba Gooding Jr. in the club, and he's on stage. He's like, someone suck that baby's dick, <laughs> and it's Tommy Pickles. Why, why is Cuba Gooding Jr. here all of a sudden? Because he did that. Oh. <laughs> I think. And Tommy's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, someone do suck this baby's dick. No, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's a good idea. Thanks, Cuba. And this is Cuba Gooding Jr. saying this. Mm-hmm. Tommy uh, Tommy Pickles is voiced by Clint Eastwood, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ch- now, Chucky, don't be touching my mids, okay? <laughs> Clint Eastwood my- smokes mids? Tommy smokes mids. Cause oh, Because okay. he's a baby. He can't, say, he, can't ha- he can't handle kind bud yet. Mm-hmm. Now, Stu, is this KB? You trying to kill me? What, is this AK-47? <laughs> What? Get that out of here. Give there, me my mids. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pack them into my baby bong. We haven't even... I'm going to roll around my big wheel. Oh, yeah, the baby bong. I mean, I kind of make... I mean, there's that picture of Tommy with where he's wearing the cowboy hat, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you can just always wear that. So it makes more sense that he's voiced by Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, of course he always wears that. He wears that, and then... Uh, nothing. He doesn't even wear a shirt anymore. He just wears a diaper, mm-hmm. and he's shirtless. Yeah. He's got tattoos. No, come on. He's a baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, Adam. You can't tattoo a baby. <laughs> what? I'm just thinking of baby tattoos, though. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's anyone who has tried to tattoo their baby. Some fucking dumbass out there is <laughs> like, this is so cool. I remember one time, if I, told, I don't know if I told this story. It's a Facebook story. Mm-hmm. Someone posted a picture oh. of their baby wearing like a, a drug rug. One of those like Baja hoodies, yeah, and it's like baby drug rug, and then someone comes like, dude, I can't wait to smoke weed with your baby. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait till your baby's old enough to smoke weed with me. Uh, can't wait till your baby's thirteen so I can show him how to smoke weed. <laughs> is that is that the Rosetta Stone of uh, fried pickles? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's so. Where, that's where it was born. Tuck that away. Well, I mean, yeah, we could do. I mean, there's promotional merch definitely like right there for the taking. Like that backwoods hoodie you were talking about earlier, because instead of Rick and Morty, it's Tommy and Chucky. Tommy and Stu. But we can have like oh, no, the... it's Tommy and Grandpa Pickles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You can have like the the Rick and Morty, sh- the fucking background, still. Because why not? Well, I'm also thinking that uh, maybe Coach McGurk from Home Movies is in there. Grandpa too, Grandpa Pickles should um be uh still an old balding. Uh, old balding guy got a hearing aid. Hearing aid, but his bald the the aspect parts of his hair that he still has are dreaded. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is the oldest white man with dreads on the planet. Kind of looks like Willie Nelson or something. Yeah. yeah. He just is Willie Nelson. Yeah. Fuck well, he's voiced by Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, okay. Stu yeah. is voiced by Woody Harrelson. Okay, and, of course, yep. Tommy is Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, all-star guest. <laughs> oh, that's good. You guys ever seen young pictures of Clint Eastwood? Mm, I mean... He looks like David Bowie. <laughs> he does? Yeah. Like, how young are you talking? Like, maybe 21, 22. Oh, okay. How does he look like David Bowie? Well, he just has the same Bowie features. Okay. I like calling him David Bowie. I was going to say, I wasn't going to point it out, Mm-mm. but that's not his name. No, I know. <laughs> so, I, I already explained this to David, but I, I'm wearing a bandage on my finger because I, um, I, I cut my finger on a can of bean dip. Okay. I was eating bean dip the other night, some Fritos bean dip. It's good stuff. Just with your bare hands? Uh, no. See, I was, I had gotten to the end of the can, and I decided I wanted just, like, the last little bit. Looking over my notes for the show here. <laughs> is that blood? I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, you know, putting my finger around the rim of the can, just, like, slicing my finger. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's weird. And then I did it again for some dumbass reason, and I think I probably just could have made it even worse, because it started burning, I'm like... I don't know if that's the bean, or if um, I've gotten, like, metal shavings in my cut now. I feel like there's enough sodium in that bean dip to where it was probably, like, disinfecting the wound, and that's... Dude, maybe. I didn't consider that. Yeah. Like, it's probably perfectly sterile in it there. It was bleeding pretty bad initially. It's been two days. Looks slightly better than it did. Mm. I, I have a story kind of similar to that. Um, yeah, Dan was flicking his bean can. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so damn sharp, gave himself a paper cut. Mm-hmm. The day, uh, it was Because that's how that works. It was It was like Christmas Day, and I had gotten a bass guitar. That's um, sick. And I'm terrible. Just awful at it. Not rewrite that. Yeah, I'm fucking awesome at it. <laughs> yeah. But the day I got it, we got one of the, like, it was, so it's Christmas, so we had, like, festive cookies or something like that, and they were in one of those, like, plastic containers those rock for the record and i had to open it and i like was moving my hand around the edge of the container and i just cut every (laughs) single one of my fingers open (laughs) as i ran along the edge so i just had this base as a gift i couldn't play because my hands were just bloody and disgusting and i was like "Uh, uh," and like i would be still awesome at it i'll try and play and it was just there's just blood getting all over it (laughs) i'll try and play You just had to learn slap bass instead. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds even worse. Which actually. also hurt like a motherfucker. That's funny. I like the image, though, in my head of you trying to like, I'm going to have some cookies, and then you just start running your hand around, <laughs> and it's just red all over. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was it, like. Because that's what it's like when you get like a fine cut like that. It's just, why is there blood on this thing? Yeah, it was like paper cuts. It, it sucked. Yeah. So how, how old were you when that happened? Uh, like 13, 14. Oh, okay. Old enough to know better. Yeah. The first time, the first time I can remember getting a, a serious cut that I didn't know like why this happened. I was uh, in high, one of the only times in elementary school my mom packed a uh, can of soda for me, yeah. And I was like fidgeting around with the top part, yeah. And I like stuck. I was like, oh, what happens if I stick my finger in here? And then I pulled it out the wrong. The alarm went off, so I pulled it out the wrong way, <laughs> and I sliced my finger so fucking deep. I think for a while, I think I can still see the scar a little bit on one of these fingers. I definitely. Yeah, right here. Take a look at that. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. Take a look at that, audience. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot, Pepsi Cola. Yeah, thanks a lot, RC Cola. Oh. <laughs> I did that, but with a Mountain Dew, and it was with my thumb. I thought I was gonna kill myself. I thought I, was, I thought I'd killed myself when that <laughs> happened. I was like, Oh my god! Oh my god! I gotta go home from. I gotta leave school, and this is like the one instance I don't want to leave school because mm-hmm. if I leave school, I'll die. I love math class. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking about my mortality, but also like, oh, but I get to go home. That's where I'm gonna die. <laughs> Do I want to die with all my things? Or? You just went on with your day. You went to the computer lab, played Math Blasters, covered mm-hmm. the blo- the keyboard in blood. <laughs> Some kid after you got hepatitis or something. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys in elementary school? If you guys like messed up your clothes, have a bin of clothes in the no. office? Really? We we did. If yeah. you like, I remember I got a bloody nose and like destroyed a shirt. And I got a sick new lizard shirt out of it. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. And I should have done that today, considering my shirt's ruined with <laughs> taco sauce. I'm pretty sure some pants, too. But I, I, it's really crazy they knew exactly like what. I think they checked my waistband, too. Like, yeah, we can get you some nice pants real quick. Some Levi's 511s. <laughs> what time I shit myself in elementary school? Uh-oh. They didn't give you new pants? No, I just threw my underwear out. And that was it. I just went into the bathroom, threw my underwear out, and went commando the rest of the day. And I was like, this is fine. I don't think that ever happened to me in elementary school, but last summer I shit my pants five minutes before I had to leave for work. <laughs> Jesus. Put my underwear on backwards yesterday. Yeah. I went to, like, take a leak, and I tra- couldn't find the fly of my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, started panicking, and I reached around, and I found the fly <laughs> on my ass, and I was like, well, here I am. <laughs> So I just had to like pull my underwear down and then threw the fly in my pants and I was like, I am too old to be doing this still. <laughs> like this uh, is real depressing. You yeah. did the uh the Zoolander underwear remove underwear without taking off pants move. I th- honestly was trying to think of a way out of that situation. It was a bad time. Speaking of David Bowie. He's in that scene. Yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah, David Bowie. We were talking about Paul Simon a little bit ago. At least, like when he went out, he went out with some cool music videos, not some bullshit. Where like, no, he's in the studio. He's like, yeah, I have cancer, but here we are having a good time in the studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I went out to inhale some nicotine. <laughs> I went out Dude. to think about smoking a cigarette. Yeah, what if he dies playing wristband? That's the way he wanted to go. He was shaking that thing. Yeah. Just falls flat on his face. He's it's there's a rip roaring accordion solo and his heart just can't <laughs> take it. <laughs> Once again, the crowd is not paying attention to the accordion guy, so he's getting pissed off. Yeah. He he go, he's like, I gotta go out for a cigarette. But he's so into I his solo he doesn't even some, I gotta go out and inhale breathe nicotine. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, the accordion guy is so into his solo, he doesn't even realize the commotion going on. Yeah. He's breathing nicotine on stage. He's got the cigarette, like, jammed in the accordion somehow. Or, oh, how about, like, as a joke, like, Paul Simon's manager replaces the accordion player with Weird Ale. <laughs> and just in the middle of the song, Weird Ale starts playing Beat It. No, wait, that, he doesn't play accordion in that song. He starts playing I Love Rocky Road. And Paul Simon probably would get pissed off and strong off the stage. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't real art. <laughs> it's my Paul Simon. This isn't real art. <laughs> Does he sound like Mervyn the Martian? He sounds like Kermit the Frog, oh, in okay. my opinion. It's me, Paul Simon. I think Paul, Paul Simon is such a 
tool. All right, everyone, we're going to have a really great show. <laughs> and he goes out to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> 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 it's just a hand. They're chanting my name in there. Yeah. Let me in. Let me in. Ah! <laughs> They're chanting my name. Paul. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like he gets in. I'm here, everybody. You want to know about the awful time I had? Yeah. You want to know how hard it is being a rock star? Yeah. It's like uh, uh, Paul, Paul, um, Paul Stanley's coming to the stage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to know about the awful time I just had? Let me sing a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that would make wristband kind of legendary if he like just improv the whole song. Yeah. Now this is Fifty Ways to Fuck Your Lover. <laughs> Pissed off Paul Simon swears <laughs> in his, in his uh, songs. I um, I have another topic. Now this is the sound of sounding. Oh God. <gasps> <laughs> uh yes, go on in. All right. Uh, this was inspired by the Caesarland episode you guys had. Oh yeah. And this is uh, I was reminded of this thing. Okay. Um, so, malls of Downriver, Southland Mall. Yes. Beautiful mm-hmm. symbol, right? The shining pyramid obelisk. Yeah, the halo-looking mm-hmm. thing they got yeah. going on. <laughs> when, when the world ends, there will be one thing left of Down River, and it is... I'm temp- glad you're talking about Best Buy, because I got a Best Buy topic I want to fucking... I got something to get off my fucking chest <laughs> about Best Buy. Well, I, I'm sure you both remember this, but it didn't always used to be a Best Buy. No. It was oh, something no. far cooler. It was the, fo- it was the food court. Yeah. The greatest thing that ever happened at Down River. The, the Down River food court. You had so many options. You had a Chinese mm-hmm. place that was fine, yeah. a Coney Island that was kind of gross, yep. a Sbarro pizza, and my personal favorite, a McDonald's with a bunch of dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no fucking reason. It had nothing to do with McDonald's. <laughs> and there was like a Flintstones car. Like there was like a mural. I'm gonna get, there was, I wonder if I can find pictures on Google oh, Images. Oh, we're gonna go over this because you can. You can on the Downriver Reddit, which we'll all. I also need to say a few <laughs> things about. <laughs> but oh, oh my phone imagine. just died for no reason. There was a giant T Rex that was at this McDonald's dinosaur place. Yeah, and his dick was out. <laughs> That's right. It, <laughs> you could eat your fucking McDonald's and look up, and this T Rex's Johnson was right above you. <laughs> And uh, uh, this is like a firmly implanted memory in my head of eating chicken McNuggets under this. And they were never good chicken McNuggets. Mm-hmm. They're always overcooked. I mean, it's a mall fast food store. Oh, what a disaster. Yeah. What a horrible place. Wait, what is... Okay. Are, was it a bulge? No, it was a penis. Like, his <laughs> cock was out. <laughs> I gotta, let me show okay. you a picture of this fucking giant because i have good news since they have closed that food court Mm -hmm. um they have wonderfully moved that dinosaur to the detroit science museum really that's where he's at yeah really so uh, you can see well that's so fucking funny from southland mall food court to a respected scientific institute um he's making moves and yeah, he had a little with his fucking cock out. He had a little <laughs> dinosaur penis, and it's so raw. What? Why? Who sculpts a dinosaur and goes, "Needs a dick"? So, I could maybe that was crafted for a different scenario. It maybe it was crafted for a science museum. You know, that's what I was thinking. And it, was- it must have, like you say, it's it's bounced. It's it's now at the Detroit Science Museum. 
Maybe it is. It had bounced around before that even. Is this magic stick bouncing around? I yeah. mostly remember the Brontosaurus. I mostly remember the the pterodactyls with boobs. The what? You know, the, <laughs> the pterodactyls with double deep bazongas. Yeah. <laughs> you just you, if you jumped high enough, you could reach up and slap them. <laughs> <laughs> like, check this out. Yeah, there's his dick. Oh yeah. Let me get a look. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Zoom out it's so I can like... see. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. That's there's the Detroit flag in the background. Is that so is that so that's from his McDonald's days or that's from his mall days? That's at his current um his current occupation. His current his current residence. <laughs> there's like a gyrocopter beneath him and it's just Johnson's just out on full display for everyone to see. For God and man to witness. <laughs> Just horrible, and like, it, it, oh, <laughs> what? And I love, I just love that that he was housed in this horrible glass pyramid <laughs> that if you just, I that I honestly think is the symbol of this area. Yeah, if you sat in there all day, you would get sun poisoning. <laughs> there's no shade whatsoever. It yeah. sucks that like that used to, that was it was a glorious place once with a d- dino dick hanging out and. Some okay restaurants. There's like water features and stuff. It was actually like yeah, nice. It, yeah, it was. It, I dug it. It's beautiful. Like, I I, I have like very prescient memories from childhood of those. Like that I can't. You know those memories you have from childhood that you can't clearly remember if that happened mm-hmm. or if it was a dream. Yeah. A lot of them I think take place in that food court. Yeah. There's like yeah. There's all these cool fountains. I remember I got an Incredibles toy from that McDonald's. Incredibles. Yeah. Cool. That it closed that long ago. Yeah, it was uh, like so. That would have been what two thousand four. I think it lasted till two thousand six, two thousand seven really? before it finally. They were like, mm-hmm. "We gotta get this appealing restaurant out of here and <laughs> put a goddamn Best Buy in." <laughs> Fuck that Best Buy though. I I'm so fucking sick of going in there. The security <laughs> guards think I'm gonna steal laptops because I'm looking at DVDs. I swear to fucking god, I told you this story. Yeah. And I've talked to other people, and they all have same the same stories of the security guard who's bored out of his fucking mind so he's creating situations in his head where people are coming to Best Buy to just swipe a, a, a laptop it's like well this guy looks very suspicious he is currently looking he's currently looking at a 4k copy of the sting I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna confront him what's going on are you just looking at it okay just you uh, eyeing anything in the back? I, I saw you there earlier. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about buying a laptop. You weren't thinking about stealing a laptop, were you? No, it's the furthest thing from my mind. Just make it sure. Just make sure it happens all the time. It happens all the time. It's like, how often does this actually happen? But you're fucking harassing me about this. You guys don't know what I'm talking about? You're looking at me like I have a third eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been to the Best Buy in a while. He uh, literally said all this to you? Yeah, next time he goes, I'm going to get him fucking fired. And why would you admit, uh, why would you be like, yeah, I actually was thinking about stealing a laptop. No, he was like, D- were you in the back at all? I was like, yeah, I was looking at a laptop. Cause I was thinking about buying a laptop, but I don't think I'm going to buy a laptop from fucking Best Buy now. Or anything ever again. Mm. First of all, I'd much rather that Best Buy be a fucking food court with a dinosaur hanging brain in the co- in the fucking <laughs> center of it than a goddamn Best Buy that has, it's just big... For no bigger than it, I think a Best Buy needs to fucking be. Yeah, and how like, big should a Best Buy really fucking be? Why does Why does a Best Buy need natural lighting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like one of its worst features, especially yeah. like think about it in the winter, where it's just dark for half the day. Yeah, 
and you just you step in there and it's well there's a nighttime sky why do i need to look at that there's not a single fucking star in sight no i, I could look at leo's Coney island across the street that place also used to be a better place. They used to get a good French silk pie from across there. Oh, what yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, was a pie establishment. Like Baker Square or something yeah. like that. All I'm saying is this place is going down the tubes really quickly. Yeah, where can you buy a fine slice of pie these days? I wish there was a good used bookstore close to here. Yeah, Magina's another great used bookstore that first someone crashed their fucking car through and they had to close for like eight months <laughs> and then the the owner had a heart attack and now it's a heating and cooling firm great just yeah. what we need more hvac yeah <laughs> i wanted to get <laughs> that's the problem with america i used to want paperbacks now all i got is hvac <laughs> hell yeah that's what i'm talking about adam <laughs> that's what i'm fuck. that's the fucking problem right yeah. here it's it's I just, I just love a very specific downriver hip hop artist. He's like, <laughs> that's a problem with America. There used to be pies and Dido dicks. Mm-hmm. Now it's nothing but <laughs> Best Buys and, and opium, de- opioids to lick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> preach. That's our Hobson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I love that Eminem lyric. That's like, uh, without me, you don't got the logics. Or the J. Coles or the Hops. It's like <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, back to Down River. Yeah. Um Yeah, the only thing that's like really even like a remotely interesting store are stores that I don't really care to go into, like that fucking vacuum store on Fourth Street. What? <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a vacuum a vacuum store that gets no business but is never closed. I went to that. Remind, I went to so when I used to work uh, maintenance at the park, we would sometimes have to go to like really specialty stores for that stuff. And mm-hmm. we went into, we went into like a cleaning store to look for a specific type of floor cleaner. And I've never seen such a wide variety of fucking vacuum cleaners and floor cleaners. And it was honestly amazing. It was mm-hmm. like this is such a weird. And we were the only people in there. It was fucking eerie it looked like the store was built in 1953 and hadn't changed in that <laughs> amount of time yeah there's a lot of stores like that on fort street it's awesome did they offer the auto blow there uh, honestly they probably did in the <laughs> back like it was crazy yeah um i think we just bought a hose like i think we just needed a power washer hose what'd you do with that damn hose well uh the, well the last hose exploded a dude's testicle <laughs> so i think we <laughs> I think, I think we didn't use that one. Uh, the, the, for, for context, the guy no, was... No, 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 that's, that's for... <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the guy was power washing. It was like his, his second week there. He had just started, and the hose came off, whipped up, and blew his ball up. <laughs> and he was just like, well... <laughs> There's a place we used to go to. It was just a plumbing store. It was. This was in Wayne, so I guess not technically downriver, but mm-hmm. adjacent. And um, that was cool too, because it was just any plumbing thing you could imagine. They just had toilets on display, and like you would go into the that. bathroom, and like the wall graffiti was just a bunch of pro and anti plumbers unions arguing back and forth. Whoa. It was like. The local 501st rules. And then it's just like, eh, fuck a union. And then someone's like, scabs can choke on my dick. And I'm like, this is just happening there. And I'm just peeing. And 
uh, my favorite part about peeing at the plumbing store is the bathroom was always filthy. Yeah. Because I guess they didn't give a shit. You would think a plumbing store would have a nice bathroom. No. Worst bathroom I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, you would think. <laughs> I think that's awful. the kind of bathroom, though, I would like to say, like, yeah, I go to the bathroom and then go there and just read the graffiti and vape for 10 minutes. Honestly, mm. you probably could. That was a cool place. Shout out to... You could probably smoke cigarettes to love... Uh, audience listening at home, this is this is for you. This is advice. You could probably go smoke cigarettes in the bathroom. I think and I, they probably won't care. I watched a guy at that uh, give, I believe, a counterfeit hundred dollar bill to the cashier, and he didn't even care. And I want like it was like marked with like Chinese writing, and I'm like, that's not seem right. And he just paid with it. I was like, there's mm. an index card with the, the number one hundred written on it. <laughs> that's what it was like. And I could have said, hey, that doesn't look right, but I didn't. I remember as a kid wanting something so bad that I took index cards and wrote dollar signs on it and be like, no. <laughs> I, I, I missed that. What? Making counterfeit money? Yeah. Yeah. Man, what the hell are you looking Those up? Those were the days. I was just going to find some, uh, some for ambiance. Mm. Doing an extra long one of heavy load today. Yeah. An extra heavy load. Audience at home, uh, Adam's going to give you some life tips from yeah. an expert. So I used An to, old master. I used to work with a guy named Orville. Not the popcorn No, not, not Redenbacher. Yeah. Come on, guys. Or or the sure. Wright brother. And, um, yes. I know all about them. Orville and the other brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Orville sadly has left us uh, for, for greener pastures. Presumably heaven. He went to the farm up north. Mm-hmm. And uh, Orville was great because he was a unique person. Um, and by that, I mean, I think he may have had brain problems. Um, mm. He, uh, Orville, uh, was what we like to call in the business uh, a borderline alcoholic. And right. uh, he... And the business is drunk driving. Yeah, he had a, he, he had a thing where... He would go out to party with, like, a bunch of other 60-year-old people, and he would get drunk with them, and then he would say, yeah, I drove home after, but it's okay because it was a straight shot back there. <laughs> and that doesn't count if it's just a straight line. It's not drunk driving. <laughs> it's only when you turn where it's dangerous. <laughs> and so Orville, Orville did that, uh, like, almost every week. And he would, he would say that him and his wife would just buy, like, a 24-pack of hams. All and right. just go through the whole thing in one night. That's such a weird... <laughs> 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 it's like... They do this thing where they first buy a brand of beer I've never seen anyone buy. <laughs> Drink fucking all of it. A brand of beer where you, just, like, you look at it and I'm like, who buys this? Like, You can do that with most beers. Budweiser, you know what kind of guy is buying Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, natural Ice, you know what kind of person is buying Natural Ice. And then Hams. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell who is picking this. <laughs> I think it's because I, yeah, Orville single-handedly kept the Habs uh, brand alive. I think it was because like you could buy a someone. Someone's drinking sixty cans of ham. <laughs> and they should keep. That reminds me. And he would say, he would say, it Thank wasn't you, that guy. it wasn't that bad to drink fourteen beers in one night because if you spread it all across the week, that was only two beers a night. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
I drank 14 beers last night, but that's not so bad because that only counts as two every night. And we would be like, or that's what alcoholics say to like justify it. And you're just binging these beers. And he's like, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> one time I, I told David this story, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Uh, he one time came into work and he got pulled over by one of the park police officers and he comes into work and he's just furious he's like i'm so pissed off harry pulled me over when i was driving through the park i was going 40 miles per hour like we're allowed to mind you the speed limit was 25 so orville's just tearing ass through the park also i need to point out he lived literally four houses down from the entrance to the park the man did not need the speed to get in or perhaps even drive yeah it's true and uh and harry harry comes in and goes after orville comes in he goes or what the fuck is wrong with you you're speeding and orville's like i thought park people were allowed to speed and he's like where the hell did you hear that and then orville goes well you told me that harry and he's like the hell i did <laughs> so um that was that was orville rest in pepperoni there is something else. I got to try and remember. There's something else he did. Oh, one time he, he came into work and he was sad because, like, his wife was on a vacation or on a trip somewhere. And he was like, oh, I got to make my own lunches. And he came, comes in with just, like, two pieces of Wonder Bread and a piece of cheese on it. But he forgot <laughs> to take the cheese out of the wrapper. So he, just, <laughs> he, he, just, he just bit into this sandwich. <laughs> with the cellophane still on the Fuck. cheese. And he's just like, ugh, did that again. I'm like, again? <laughs> I time, well, uh, he, he, someone told him that blueberries were an aphrodisiac. <laughs> but he couldn't say the word aphrodisiac, so he just called them sexdresiacs. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's an apollonia. <laughs> <laughs> like anytime anytime someone would be like yeah i had blueberry pancakes or blueberry muffins for breakfast he'd be like oh so you've got to have sex tonight and it's like no what are you it'd be like uh like someone would ask for advice in the romantic world or whatever and orville would be like yeah you should try some blueberries that'll get you going oh my god who told him that i don't know <laughs> oh, everyone would just fuck with the guy because it was funny uh um, yeah, you know, pepperoni pizza is aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Summer sausage, another one. <laughs> Any phallic-shaped fruit, <laughs> it's an aphrodisiac. You know, a sandwich that is just um, red onions, pickled red onions, and garlic is an aphrodisiac. You know, ham Girls beer. love to be kissed by a man who just ate that sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And you got to put it on an onion roll bagel. Mm. His dad was a nuclear physicist. Wow. Like his oh, dad helped yeah. build the power plant uh, in Monroe County. Wow. And it's like, I like to think of that and then this, the how he produces a son that eats cellophane cheese. <laughs> and drinks uh, 80 it, cans of All the exposure beer. to radiation. He used to be a bodybuilder. He's the Billy Carter of that family. Yeah, Yeah, he used to be a bodybuilder, like yeah. for, for real. Uh, he was. He went to school That's up sweet. in the UP. And, like, I would see pictures of him, and he was fucking huge. Like, Lou Ferrigno. He had, like, the triangular chest going on. Yeah, he was gigantic. Oh. That guy ruled. Hell yeah. Wish I could have known him. Rust in power. Mm -hmm. Tokyo Twin Towers. So do you guys ever <laughs> notice there's, like, a certain type of character in all society? 
that when they hear someone who has died, they feel it's their mission, it's their duty in life to tell everyone that they've died. You know, like, mm. oh yeah, you know Bob Briggs. Yeah, Bob Briggs. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he died last. He died two nights ago. Yeah, Bob Briggs died two nights ago. <laughs> Very sad. Embolism. <laughs> just yeah, I thought it was kind of weird when you told me that, and you were also saying it in that accent, David. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob's wife is very sad. She probably died next year, broken heart. <laughs> very sad. You sound it's like... just like it's just like when, when Jane Merrill, when she died last summer, she drowned in that pool. You sound like Minnesota Rain Man. <laughs> yeah, it's a new character I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a that's like uh they serve probably some purpose. It's like, well, I guess, I'm, that person. I did like that person, so I guess I'm glad I know that they've. I'm not glad to know, but I'd rather know they died than find out years later. Yeah. But this person is kind of sick in the head for telling everyone this. They don't, you know, they're not all like that. They're like normal. It's like people with normal voices that aren't voices that are mean and cruel that I've created. (laughs) So you're saying that the only person that's like this you don't like is the invention you made. No, no, I'm saying I don't like these people, too, because they'll go out of their way to tell you this. And it's like, well, I was having a good time before you told me this person that I've never met just died. How should we wrap this one up? No, keep going. Uh, no, nah, I got to edit this. so I'm going to say let's wrap this up. All right. Uh, got any closing thoughts? Remember, if it's a straight shoot home from where you're at, it's not drunk driving. Yeah. Pop open another hams while you're behind don't the Don't forget wheel. that. That's a good. That's the best move is to finish your last drink on yeah. the way home. Mm-hmm. If when you're like, when someone's like, "Are oh, you ready to go home? Let me just finish my drink." Next time they say it to you, be like, "Fucking bring it with you." Mm-hmm. Don't, <laughs> don't drink and drive. You might spill some. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye.